Hello, this is David Jenkins, a Plata Town Council member from Ward 4. I will be your host for this podcast, providing updates about the La Plata Town Council meetings, issues we discuss, and those issues affecting you as residents and other related activities and issues. You can also follow me on my Facebook page, D. Jenkins, LP, Town Council, Ward 4. Please note the Town Council has work sessions each month on the second and third Tuesday with our business meeting on the fourth Tuesday. All meetings start at 6 p.m. using the Microsoft Teams platform. Meeting agendas can be accessed through our town website. And all meetings are recorded. So now let's get started with our latest update. In this episode of the La Plata Town Council Ward 4 update, I'll be talking about issues and items from our August and September work sessions and business meeting. But first, let me explain the differences between a work session and a business meeting. A work session is where we review and discuss items brought to us by the staff, attempting to understand all the issue, reach some consensus, and then move the items on to our business meeting. This could be in the form of resolutions, proclamations, or legislation. Again, our work sessions are the second and third Tuesdays each month. Our business meeting, which is the fourth Tuesday, are are formal meetings where we take the, the information from the work sessions and go through a process where we make formal approval of resolution proclamations We introduce or approve legislation, which will be changes to our town ordinance, and conduct public hearings. Please also note that the work sessions and public forums, correction, please note that our work session and business meetings have public forums on the agenda, where citizens can ask the council questions and provide comments, limited limited to three minutes. So now let's move on to some of the activities that we did during August and September. A major item we approved was is that we adopted rules of procedures. This is how the town council operates. This tells a process of how items can be placed on the agenda, quorums to hold meetings, how we vote, and other related matters. This is really a rules or this is really a standard operating procedures. So we conduct our business meetings and work sessions efficiently and for the benefit of our community. Another item that was considered during these work sessions is the hiring of several consulting companies to help staff evaluate pressing needs. The first was hiring of a transportation engineering company that will conduct on-call consulting work for specific transportation and traffic-related issues. The first of these studies will be a cost analysis to install pedestrian flashing beacons located at Charles Street and Oak Avenue near the Port Tobacco Theater and the other crossing located adjacent and near the hospital. The other study would be a full intersection warrant study for the intersection of Charles Street and Willow Avenue. This is in advance of the first phase of the Heritage Green Project. This study will be in coordination with the State Highway Administration, Charles County, and the Board of Education. 
This was done just to provide the needed documentation in case and when there is a need for a signalized intersection at Willow and Charles Street. The next study is an organizational study to determine our staffing needs currently and what we will need in the future. How are we organized to meet the town's growing demands? The final study is a class and compensation study. This is to evaluate the town's current salary structure and benefits package in order to retain great, our great employees and staff as well as being able to attract new staff as we need them. The staff spent a considerable amount of time developing and presenting to us the opportunity to adopt new building and electrical coal standards dated 2018. And they also provided an update, and we adopted new resource protection and environmental standards. These will all be placed in our town ordinance. At a work session in late September, we received an update from our La Plata Town Center Development Corporation. This is a corporation formed a number of years ago with a mission to improve and develop our downtown. Unfortunately, the, the corporation did not meet as needed over the last several years, and with the new council, they requested an opportunity to meet with us to provide their perspective and also seek guidance from us. It, it was a council's consensus that they should move forward and come back with, with specific plans to improve our downtown. So we look forward to that in, in the near future. We also looked at several budgeted items uh, that have been presented or included within our fiscal 22 fiscal 22 budget. This includes police station renovations at the current station, a paving contract to do street paving within the town of La Plata, where we will piggyback on, a, on an existing Calvert County tr contract to obtain a better price, and we will be using funds generated by the Highway User Fund fund from the Maryland Department of Transportation. We also did some emergent we also approved emergency funding to replace stormwater amendment pipes at Centennial Lane and St. Mary's Avenue. You may have noticed that street has that intersection has been closed for several weeks. Unfortunately the, the pipe collapsed and now we're in the process of replacing it. But in order to obtain a pipe that was already in the inventory, and to ensure timely delivery, we authorize an emergency funding to make that happen. We hope to have that intersection up and running in the next couple of weeks, hopefully by the second week of October. At a later work session in September, we got an update from an annexation project that has been around for a number of years, but has not moved forward at this time. It is called The Hub. This is a fairly large project located on the westbound Maryland 225, and the property then extends north and, and then it actually ends up intersecting or abutting the west side of, of US 301 opposite Rosewick Road. As I said earlier, this annexation has been around for a number of years, and as a result of the COVID pandemic, it has changed quite a bit. It was initially proposed just to be office commercial space for uh, government workers who could telework from this area. However, that has evolved into some residential units, I believe somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of, of 1,200 
but would still have uh, teleworking opportunities there as well. More to follow on this as a project moves forward through the annexation approval process. The town also has gone through a cost analysis to determine uh, how we pay for special events that are conducted in the town. We, we, have, we host many, many events, and we do support those, but there is a cost regarding police support and also from the Department of Public Works. So the staff has come up with a revised special events application and a cost structure to, just to cover our costs of the town in supporting those different events. The town also is authorizing the police to uplift or up or improved or upfit rather two police vehicles. This includes radios, rugged uh, computers, and car cameras, as well as uh, replacement of, of an emergency vehicle, one vehicle that was in a terrible accident. There were no injuries, but the vehicle was totaled. So we're also going to be authorizing replacement of that vehicle and the equipment. The town has received or will receive $9.4 million from the Federal American Rescue Plan. And in fact, the town has received the first installment of that money, $4.7 million, with the remaining $4.5 million to be received next summer in July of 2022. Our staff is currently working on a priority list based upon eligibility uses. And in end, we're going to hire a consultant to manage the rather complex recording, reporting requirements by the federal government. To do this, we're, we're looking at other towns and how they're doing it and other consultants, and we may have the opportunity to piggyback on their, on their, on their contracts, offering a lower price for us as well. Later in September, we also had a zoning request for change by the Charles County government to, res, to rezone the old armory site which is on the north side of Maryland 225, just west of the U.S. 301 intersection, from its current residential zoning to commercial zoning. That we, had, we held a public hearing, and that was approved. There is no plan, certain plans at this time of what that use may be in the old armory, but the facade or the front of the building will have to remain the same as it is considered a, a historic structure. We also approved October as Community Planning Month, to recognize the importance of community planning in towns and cities. And also, October is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month as well. So you can see uh, we've been quite busy. And I know some of this may sound a little mundane or maybe down on the weeds, but I wanted to give you a flavor of some of the activities we are responsible for, specifically uh, ensuring uh, efficient use of your taxpayers' dollars while providing the best services to our town residents. This concludes the latest La Plata Town Council Award for Update. I hope you find this podcast informative and useful. So let me know what you think. I look forward to speaking to you again and listening to your questions and concerns. To reach me, my email address is djenkins at townoflaplata.org or my cell phone number is 301-263-3471. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.